Welcome to the Bro Show. Dilly Dilly. Hopefully that's not uh, trademarked, but whatever. I am drinking a beer, so hence the Dilly Dilly. Um, I say we just do what we got to do. So what's on your mind? You you wanted to call this meeting to order. I wanted to call this because I, I saw this initially and I was intrigued I mean, I'm a, you know, I remember watching Aziz Ansari at the Upright Citizens Brigade in, in, uh, in, um, in LA. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed his comedy. And it's not everybody's flavor. Um, he's a lot younger back then. And then also, you know, I remember watching his stuff on uh, YouTube back in the day or whatever internet site that was streaming video. And, um, I think he was also on an MTV show before, like, uh, Something monster, something. Oh, I'm just gonna put Aziz MTV so that he was like part of an ensemble cast, Human Giant. That's what it was. No idea. There's a sketch comedy team of him and two other dudes, hmm. but it was MTV. So, anyways, and then yeah. from there, I think he uh, he became, you know, uh, Parks and Rec. He did that after Human Giant, so. That's the first time I saw him, and I'm like, what the heck is this brown dude doing on my TV, you know? Um, but, uh, yeah. After after that, then Parks and Rec, and then I actually, the thing that made uh, the most impact on me in terms of, all right, this guy's somebody to pay attention to, was um, he does, a, he does a, a parody of a comedian and like, and his name is Randy. Do you know? Do you know Randy? That sounds she's familiar. Like, Randy, and it's just like it's like R, and then like fifteen A's, and then N D Y or something like that. <laughs> and it's like he tells the most like the dumbest jokes, but it's all just about like sort of like this uh, over the top delivery. So I, I think, in my opinion, I think he was trying to um, like parody people like Dane Cook or something like that, where. You know, you got you got your joke content, but then you got your delivery, which seems kind of over the top, and and adds an exclamation point to everything. You know, um, with with pretty it, with with some decent effectiveness to it. But uh, yeah, Aziz, I'm sorry, Randy. Um, we're kind of beating around the bush, though. So um, all right, I'll just. So Which apparently so is he. I don't know. No, so the first thing Anyways, I saw ahead. was that so there was a website saying that the the first article I read was allegations against Aziz Ansari undermine the Me Too movement. And I was like, yeah, oh. what the hell is this? Mm -hmm. um, and so I dug around a bit and I found that Aziz Ansari essentially went on a date where he tried to have sex with a girl mm -hmm. um, when he brought her home. It didn't go exactly how he wanted it to. And mm -hmm. so he said, you know what? It, it's cool. I've got her an Uber and sent her home. You know, and she sent him a text message after the next day saying, I felt really uncomfortable and awkward. Um, and you know, he apologized via text, you know, Hey, I thought everything was good. Sorry. You know? Mm -hmm. And, um, so, but the thing is she anonymous, anonymously sent that into, you know, uh, someone to write a story. 
and they're trying to really crucify this guy. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, there, there's, I mean, I don't want to say it's a witch hunt because, you know, there are predators out there in Hollywood that have mm-hmm. definitely abused their status and power to, mm-hmm. um, to get away with shit. And, you know, I, you know, I'll go, I'll say it. Um, you know, that shit's wrong, you know, mm-hmm. but when I read the Aziz Ansari stuff, I'm like, I don't, yeah, he's, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's shitty. There was definitely awkward moments where I know I would have pulled off, but then at the same time, um, I know that both you and I, and a lot of other guys in here have definitely misread signals or misread cues. Um, and have been in similar awkward situations probably not as aggressive as what i remember reading but i definitely have been in an awkward situation or two and you know they want i mean it's it's one thing to just be branded as a as a a shitty date but then to now want his tv show to end and to call for sexual misconduct and sexual assault I don't, I, I can't say I agree with that. I mean, yeah, it's a sh- like he acted shitty, but, you know, was it a crime? Like, I, you know, by letter of the law, was it, was it a crime? And then also, is it just being an asshole? You know, you don't have to hang out with assholes. You also don't, definitely don't have to give them blowjobs. So, yeah, you know, I just, you know, I don't know that this whole thing, I just, what, <laughs> I, I've approached a lot of my my friends and my and and, and people that I, I enjoy talking to, especially mm-hmm. ones with children, and I say, how do you navigate this? Like, at what point do you tell your son, get her an Uber, or at what point do you tell your daughter, you should have left, not mm-hmm. should have, or hey, if you're not feeling good, you have. This girl had two, like, there was a fork in the road. She could either say, I'm not down with this and leave, or she can proceed to give him head. Like, yep. I, I don't know. Like, I'm, like I said, I'm not trying to be a misogynist in any way. I'm not trying to undermine any feminist movement. I just, I, I it leaves me at a loss for words. Because, like I said, I've mm-hmm. definitely been in awkward situations where I was not – it's not that I wasn't looking for them. It's just I didn't know what they were, especially in the beginning, like when you first start, you know, romantically dating people. You know, it's one thing if, like, he was her boss or he was tied into, um, you know, like he had uh, – he was in a position to accelerate her career. But – from what it seems like, they just started dating. I mean, yeah, he's older than her. She's like 22, 23. He's in his 30s. But I don't, it's like, if this, if this was a criminal move, if this was a crime, why did she go to social media instead of the police where he could be treated like a criminal? My listening skills have improved, have they not? Because uh, <laughs> I've been trying to hold still. So, in your in your in your speechless, lost for words moment, I'm I'm surprised. I'm going to be the one that's going to be the hammer here. 
this was not a criminal move. This wasn't even a dick move. Like, what the fuck are you thinking, girl? Because that was totally, it's, it's, there was social awkwardness that was involved. But that is kind of the arena that you get into when you are, um, when you're dating. Uh, the thing that resonated most with me about this article is you and I have said repeatedly time and time again, and we would mock this, uh, you know, imaginary straw man that would ask a girl, hey, uh, can, can I kiss you? Would you, would you? would you mind if I kissed you? And now, have we fucking gotten to that point? Like, what the hell? I know. I, I, fear so, for, I fear for the future generations. Yes. It's like you really have to ask people now. Do you like? Can I kiss no, you? No, no, no. There's that's a, that's the thing. So, to to deconstruct on a couple levels, I think this is somebody who wants to loop in their story with with the Me Too movement. Which, by the way, I think the Me Too movement is less about sex and more about power. There's interesting. Um, there's an interesting quote. I think Mae West said it. It's like um, everything is about sex except for sex. Sex is about power. Um, and, and so for the Me Too movement, the, the, the movement is all about the abuse of power that happens among people and the, and, and sex is really the backdrop for the abuse of power. Um, and, and in this case, like, there's no power play here, like you said, because this woman is not associated with with uh, you know Aziz Ansari outside of just they they were trying to date each other. Well, at least that's it's, what he thought. Yeah. So <laughs> right. um, so I talked to my wife a little bit about this, and I was like, "Do you have an official statement for the podcast?" And <laughs> and she thought about it, hmm. and uh, she said that. Did you read, did you read up on it, or did you fill her in? There's a difference. Uh, we we actually talked about it already. So she I didn't have to fill her in. Oh. Okay. So I said based on what you know about this. Um, you know, what, what was your take? And her take was, you know, um, I thought that he was not, and I didn't think he was in the wrong and he was apologetic about the situation. And of all the guys that you're going to lump into this group for me too, he was the most authentic sounding of the apologies. And he didn't even do anything. I was going to say, how do you apologize when you're not, that's like when, like say I accidentally kick you and I say, I'm sorry. I'm like, I didn't intentionally mean to do it, but you know, I'm I'm sorry that it happened that way, right? That's what it is. It's not an apology. It's not an admission of guilt. So, um, so so he didn't actually. He was apologetic, which is not offering an apology. So an apology is when you are trying to correct the mistake, whereas saying sorry is more of a a marker for empathy, like ooh, or sympathy. I mean, to say like ooh, I, I'm like kind of like I'm sorry for that that this didn't turn out the way that you wanted to. Now that's not. That's not the same thing as assigning guilt or assigning blame to something. So, I mean, it, it was what it was, and apparently it wasn't very much, you know? But, so, um, again, like, if this, was such a, if this was such a heinous act to where it was a criminal act, why did she, go, why did she not go to the police? Uh, yep. And so I'll just fill in the blank. It's because it was not a heinous act. <laughs> But so, so. Then you have to like kind of question the motive behind going to social media. Well, yeah, it sounded it, it. It seems like somebody who's trying to expose, right? right? Now, the intent of that exposure is the thing that comes in question, and of course, it just becomes a battle. It's a classic battle of just he said, she said. So, 
really yeah, but here's the thing he, he admitted uh-huh. he said look it, what her 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 representation of the night is accurate i just read it wrong yeah so yeah. it's not it's not like he's saying she's like lying He's like, no, that that's what happened, and yeah, you know, I, I I thought it was all consensual. I thought we were good. And so I think that's that's the thing. I thought we were consensual. I thought I thought we were good. Is like you have to then make value judgments on. Okay, well, was there was there vagueness there, or was it, do you think he's trying to get away with something? You know, like I didn't know I couldn't do that uh, to go back to the you know Dave Chappelle. This <laughs> kind of a uh, portal piece in in a different context, but like it was it was that was the case of I didn't know I couldn't do that, um, and and now the lines being shifted, which for me is unfortunate. Uh, the lines being shifted of like, well, what can you do now? How do you how do you navigate this this space? Like you said, right when you're talking to people with with parents, um, and for me it 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 takes the it takes the subtext out of relationships now and and so it's that you're actually removing you're putting a muzzle on the communication that happens in relationships which is a lot of it is subtext so but is it like that's the thing is like you know i i no matter how long you're married there could be things that there could be signals there no matter how long the relationship not even married i mean you know there are going to be things that you inherently understand and there's going to be things that you don't because that's not how you communicate certain ideas or certain emotions or certain feelings. I just feel like the, the, when I, when I read the, when I read the story, I'm like, how is anyone supposed to know how you're feeling without being direct? Yeah. And really it's uh, the only time where you, you need to be direct is when a violation is occur is about to occur. Then, then we like, all right, let's stop kind of joking around. Let's stop flirting around is what it is. Let's stop flirting. And I need to be serious now. And, you know, call out your safe word or whatever to say, all right, uh, we, we, need to, we need to stop what's going on here. But the moment you're, you're, be, you're, you're being vague about things, um, like, was I understanding correctly that, like, I think in the story, the details of the story, like they were kissing on his like kitchen countertop and then he like undressed her and then he undressed himself. Yeah. Like, well, what, where was know, the, where was the stopping at that point? I'm, if you weren't like, comfortable with what was going down? No means you, no, you know, like, but hey, like yeah. where's the no, like there's not even a no. Like, yeah. So I, I, know, I mean, then, that's the thing. Like, the, what are and then so other sites that I'm reading that are commenting on this is they are saying that in society today's society guys are girls are at a point where they are frightened to speak up they're fright like they are they kind of are paralyzed by fear or they kind of just do this to um, avoid uh, any awkward situations to because they, they think that's what the guy wants. And I'm like, that's all a fucking cop-out. If it's no, it's no. So, and I, I I don't know any girls who don't say no when they want to say no. So it's, for me to hear that, it's, you know, 
there's I, maybe I just know a lot of strong women. You know, there's I don't know too many women or girls that if they're not happy with the situation, they're vocal and direct. So yeah, to see this and then go straight to social media with this, I have to kind of question the motive. Well, is it well? Okay, you can question the motive. I'm going to try to attack it from the different angle of. I have to kind of question the culture now. You're, you, we're now reached a point where it has become toxic that the comforts of social media, like communicating on social media, is way more comfortable than con- communicating with a single person in private space. Right. Like this didn't have to go to social media. This could have been like, yo, man, I'm not happy with this. You know what? Cool. You know what? Let me get you an Uber. Sorry for any misunderstandings. Have a good night. Yeah. And then do you still take that and go to social media with that? I had a date with Aziz and Zara. He sent me home early because uh, I, he tried hooking up with me. I said no. Like, so you just stayed for the story? Like, I, what? The line of thinking is just bizarre. So what's interesting is, yeah, like people do not know how to communicate one-on-one anymore. They only know how to shout. They only know how to broadcast. They only know how to post, you know, because it's one-way communication. Posting is one-way communication, is it not? Well, because so the thing is, is say this happens in private, like you reject the season sorry on a date. And he he's he does what he does. He he says, oh, "I'm sorry. Let me get you an Uber, right?" And then you guys never mm-hmm. talk. And then you guys never talk again, right? Do you think he's gonna want to talk to you now that you've outed him on social media for being a, like a guy with no game? Like yeah, like either well, way, no. you're you're being shitty to him. Like yeah, he's he was being shitty, but at the same time, it's like he you didn't give him a direct. Like, do you have to get a direct no? In some cases, yes. You need a so, direct no. Here's, here's an interesting uh, uh, kind of uh, analogy on, like, flipping the script a little bit. It's, it's probably like men who probably, I, I, I don't really experience this personally because maybe that's just my age showing. But I bet you men of, of you know, like recent, let's say, college graduate age or something like that, they are more comfortable taking like a dick pic and sharing it with somebody yeah then they are with like having a genuine conversation with a girl that's that's my prediction that's my thought and it's a byproduct of not commun not being able to communicate on apparently old school channels now like face to face you know <laughs> which just blows my mind That's that's what I I I I I'm pretty sure that's the case. If we were to like, I, I don't think I've ever sent a picture of my dick to anyone other than my wife, and that's after we were married. And it was the only dick pic I sent my wife was I put sunglasses on my wiener, made my wiener look like a nose. So it's more. <laughs> it wasn't a sexual thing. It was more for a comedy. Like, yeah, how funny does this look? Okay, not sexual. I'm not. You know, that's what I'm saying. I can't relate to these people anymore. I can't relate to, you know, the me too's right now. Cause I'm just like, what? 
is going on? And that's, so that's unfair because the Me Too's is, I don't want to, again, I'm, I'm doing the same thing. I don't want to lump this story in with the actual legitimate Me Too movement. I don't think this is part of that. This is smearing that, unfortunately. And it's like confusing and blurring the movement. I think it was, this is terrible for the, that movement. The fact that they try to lump that in. Yeah. So you have people like Harvey Weinstein, like Louis C.K., all these producers that are really abusing their power, and then you have this. Mm-hmm. Like, how does this even hold a candle in the same room? Like, because Aziz Ansari is involved in Hollywood. That's the only reason. But here's the thing: it's like, how does that hold a candle? Like, how can you? with any dignity try to make this relatable like mm-hmm. we did, like we like and and then expect to be taken seriously who who are we who are we uh pointing the gun at right now then who are we pointing the blame at right now for this are you talking about like the that this uh you know grace who is the one that told the story are we talking about like the media outlets who are um propagating the story I have to question any media outlet that's that's like calling for his head right now. I have to. I mean, there's no crime committed. So who do you who, who do you have any uh, any any articles or any sources right now that are doing this? Um, there's. I remember reading quite a few of the uh, feminist articles about how, due to the toxic patriarchy this is deemed okay and he thought it was okay you know and and now like he's forever going to be an asshole i was like wow (laughs) like what and there's not only one post that i saw that kind of echoed that mentality and i just i have to say slow down like you're telling me you've never misread a cue ever yeah ever yeah, and then saying, you know, oh, my bad, you know. Like, that's, I mean, that's pretty much what he did. I mean, of all the things, I mean, say for instance, and God forbid, he just raped her. He's like, oh, you don't want to do it? And just did that. Mm-hmm. I can understand there being a story here. But no, he said, you know what? Hey, I didn't realize. Sorry, my bad. Here's your Uber. Right. right. Who, you know, what's funny is, uh, or tragic is 10 years from now, we can look back at the story and be like, wow, he called her an Uber. How compassionate. You know, like nowadays the sexual assault just happens and there's no Uber called anymore or something. Like, are we going down this crazy slippery slope where, where like there's, there's nothing like if it's not a perfectly clean situation, then you're a terrible person. Um, I read some alarming statistic that's kind of related to this that says, let me see if I can pull it up, but um, approximately 25% of millennial age American men think asking someone for a drink is harassment. Like an alcoholic drink? Yeah. So if I want a glass of water, that's harassment? No, no, no. Alcoholic drink. Alcoholic drink. Like, can I buy you a drink? 25%. 25% 25%. 25% of millennial age American men. Well, so then, think that think that that's inappropriate behavior. Like 
to ask somebody, you know, like, hey, can I get you a drink? And then more than a third, this is kind of crazy, more than a third of millennial men and women say that if a man compliments a woman's looks, it is harassment. <laughs> so, you know, it's interesting, um, just walking down the hallway in, in my office today, I was walking to the bathroom, right? And and there's a lady from uh, a lady from another department that came by, and she was walking the other in in uh, towards me, right, coming the other way to, to kind of go down the same hallway because the men's and women's bathrooms are very close to each other, right? And I've seen her before; she's seen me before, whatever. And then I like she she kind of like smiles and says hi because she's very friendly. Um, and she was like, "You look nice today." And so I said, "Like you too." So did I just commit like a harassment? <laughs> By saying, Honestly, you do at, at the hospital. I don't even say hello to women. I won't. I'm I'm scared. Yeah, you're in the minefield, dude. I like I deal with a bunch of women as nurses every day. The last thing I want to do is just step on the wrong egg. You know, I this is my livelihood. So then when people say, oh, he's, he's kind of standoffish, it's like, yeah, because I don't know what you're going to say, like how you're going to interpret any kind of communication towards you. It's sad. I guess, you, but you do understand, like you, you're, un, you're, you're just reacting to the situation. I'd have to be hypersensitive about it in the meantime, which is unfortunate. Like this is, this is removing progress, I think. It's just backwards. Because I feel like a true feminist and not like a, I don't know, I feel like there's these like fake feminists. They have labels for them. I forgot what they're called. But like, I think a true feminist is all about um, the um, giving, giving women like the same opportunities as men, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and not and not discriminating women because they're women. Which I, be- I believe in wholeheartedly. Yep, yep, yep. So anything outside of that is like, whoa. Uh, like trying to reverse the situation now so that you're like giving women advantages because they're women that you're not giving men. I'm like, I don't think that's feminism anymore, in my opinion. Mm. Um, or During the giving, goal- special tre- giving preferential treatment to women, right? right. Because mm-hmm. before, for the longest time, men had preferential treatment. Like, I'm not signing up for that one necessarily. Um, I don't the, think so, but, you know. During the Golden Globes, there was a best director, and it was Ron Howard and um, and Natalie Portman. They were uh, presenting the award. And Natalie Portman, okay. Natalie Portman says, and now presenting the all-male nominees. And she had there's a bit of a bit of venom in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why? Yes, they are all male. Hey, guess what? In the NBA, the entire team is typically all black and all male. Last time I yeah, checked, it's uh... uh there's a lot of sports like so if I. <sighs> Guaranteeing opportunities is one thing, but guaranteeing the outcome is very difficult for me to understand. 
it's like yes you should have the same opportunities but should you should your success be based on your sex or your merit so you're like if we remove sex from any equation and we just looked at what the results were want what results were wanted mm-hmm. how do you play that game i don't even understand Mm. Oh. Yeah. Um, it's it's unfortunate because I feel like the way that we get to the place that at least that I'd want to go in terms of my vision of feminism involves like men and women working together to get there. So if we're like attacking each other, right? Like we're attacking the good guys who, by the way, are not perfect. I would say Aziz Ansari is in that camp, right? Another one who I would put in that camp is um, earlier in the in, in this whole thing, you know, Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. Ben Affleck was trying to say, you know, like stand up for women. And then like somebody, I think it was uh, Rose McGowan or something like that was was like pointing out like, hey, don't forget about this time when you like inappropriately did this thing to this woman. And it's like, all right, well, fuck, I'm just going to go back into the shadows then and like, try to help you guys. Yeah, like, here's, someone, yeah, here's someone trying to help you. And then, wow. And wow. he's not perfect, right? You know, and and I'm sure he'd like he and I think even uh, the lady who he inappropriately uh, I don't know if it was, it was like groped or made a come on to or something like that. She said like in his defense, like you know, he did apologize to me after he did that. Like, yeah. so it's like what the f- what, you're. <laughs> They're not applying critical thinking here. They're using a very broad. It's like you instrument. have to like you're either a blunt a saint, instrument, I should say. You're either to try a, to attack this problem. You're either a saint or a sinner, right? You're right. And you're telling me that we only deal with saints. Good luck. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It makes it harder for guys to be good guys, as hard as it already is, because like. The feedback has, has has been that like, well, nice guys finish last, that sort of thing. So to try to stand up for something, it's like, well, no, nah, I'm not gonna stand up for anything because it doesn't really I'm I'm not a woman, so you know, I'm just gonna put myself in the crosshairs now. Yeah, why am I why am I why am I why am I gonna stick my neck out to help you when you're yeah. just going to label me as a misogynistic white knight social justice warrior? Yeah. Uh, what's what's weird is uh is this kind of might have some relationship tangentially to uh, there's this other movement. Um, it was like a positive movement for for you know uh, women having more positions of, of power and like executive level positions. It was called Lean In. Have you have you heard of that? Are you mm-hmm. familiar with that at all? Yeah, I, I remember hearing about it. Mm-hmm. And it was started by the COO of Facebook, uh, Cheryl Sandberg. Okay. So she it started. She wrote a book and then followed that called Lean In, and she followed that book up with some principles and 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 uh, really like a, a movement to to try to elevate women and give them a support system that 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 men have um, in order to give them the opportunities because of the idea of you know kind of like what you said, all male director, you know, all male nominees thing, mm-hmm. like where a very low percentage of of women are in C-level positions, like, you know, CEO, COO, CTO, CFO, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And um, and it involved, like, she recognized, like, this is not oh, just a woman problem. 
this is an everybody problem. And actually, everybody hurts. Everybody gets hurt by there being this disparity of, of male to female um, um, C-level executive, so to speak. And and so and now I'm not sure. I, I, I would say if I break that down a little further, I would probably agree with her argument. Um, I think it does sound a bit towards the, uh, you know, Let's let's raise women up by by taking men's uh, spots. So I don't want to misattribute her to trying to do that because she def. I think she felt like there's definitely room at the table where where like if, if you think about the image of a, like a corporate boardroom, right? Where the men are sitting at the table in the boardroom and they're the ones that are that are like, you know, making the suggestions and making the executive decisions. And the, and the women are, if they're in the room at all, are typically like against the wall or like in a chair that is like up against the wall, not, not participating in the boardroom on, you know, uh, meeting like in a, in an active fashion. And so therefore that's where that phrase lean in comes from. It's like, don't stand on the wall, sit at the table and lean in to have that same discussion with, with everybody else and be a contributor. Um, so this for me is kind of an extension of that. It's the whole like um, men, men and women, we need the best people. And, you know, I, I'm a guy, but even as, as a guy, I don't think that, I don't think that um, the best people consist of overwhelming majority male I, I i have a hard time believing that so i'd like to you know so i think that women um there's there's an interesting systemic issue that is keeping women from from being heard but we want the right women to be heard and we want them kind of you know saying um having the same I guess at, not access, but having the same um, safety, the same yeah. So that's access is part of it, but like the same safety in terms of like what they're allowed to say. Go ahead. What's your thought, Paul? See, for me, what I have a hard time trying to understand is that there are a table of only guys going. You know what? We can't let her in because she's a woman. So, so I think that what they're trying, what what the kind of the book was alluding to, is that culturally, it's already been set up where like women are not encouraged to participate, so they don't. They like they shoot themselves in the foot. But here's the thing: I don't think guys are encouraged either. I think it's just a there are people, guy and girl, who naturally will step in and will naturally lean in. You don't have like you shouldn't have to be encouraged to lean in. You should just lean in man or woman hmm. if that is your not if that is your tendency man or woman to lean in then you're going to lean in my wife takes doesn't take no for an answer mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right yeah you're right she is a very uh she's a very strong person exactly strong personality strong woman right and um and not that's just a great. strong no, other things like she's not she's a strong woman but she's just a strong person she's a strong person yeah absolutely you know and i don't say she's a strong person for a girl or i don't say she's a strong person right for right, a right i don't say shit like that like she's just a strong person right for like comparatively to men and women 
Mm-hmm. My wife is a strong person. Yep. See, and that's where I have a hard time with this whole CEO stuff. My wife owns her own business. Yeah, mm-hmm. we do. We do run into people who go, we're surprised that you're a girl. We, mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, I, you know, we can honestly say, yeah, because there's not that many girls here. That's a fact. That's not from our making. Yeah. 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 And no, and, and you, you bring up a good point, too. It's it's. I don't think the number is going to be, I don't think the ratio is going to be 50-50 or anywhere close to that. Um, and, and I do believe that, yeah, you, like, if you're trying to fix the problem just by, like, trying to fudge the numbers, you're missing the point. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I, I agree with that because I think that's what you're trying to, you want to shine a light on that. And so that's, that's fair, uh, uh, extremely fair. In fact, there's some people who are part of the feminist movement that um, kind of moved out of it because they saw that what was going on. They're like, whoa, this is not what I signed up for originally. And then they even are surveys that talk about like a lot of um, people in high level positions, um, d- like they, they wish that they weren't in those positions and they were in, you know, more traditional, let's say like homemaker type roles or something like that. So it's really about, it's really about, um, you know, what, what, what you want. And, and then when you're, when you're not getting the thing that you want, like, are you going to blame the system that's set up to, you know, like you feel like the system is set up to, so that you can't succeed or like, are you going to do something about it? Are you going to put up or shut up? So, so, so like my wife, mm-hmm. she understands the system. She doesn't wish it was different. She just wishes she can navigate it better, mm-hmm. which she does. She, uh, she's, she's good at what she does. She's learned to, she's adapted to the system and no one had to tell her what she wanted. She knew what she wanted and she got what she wanted. And if she didn't get what she wanted, she did what she had to do to make it happen. Right. Yeah. And I can't say that she's had a path identical to most men, but it's pretty close. She made the decision to do what she wanted to do. Yeah. That's her decision. Yep. Well, that's a school, I mean, that's, and that's a school of thought that is very strong, not just for, for women, but just for people in general who start out that, that, that come from like, say like disadvantaged backgrounds or, or things of that nature where it's like, you're going to use those things that are your obstacles and you turn them into strengths. You turn them into the, the skills that you need to, to actually persevere and outlast your competition. And see, so. the thing is, it's like my wife being strong, mm-hmm. it's not, she's not strong because she's a woman. She's not, not strong because she's a woman. She's strong because that's who she is. That's genderless. Mm-hmm. That trait is genderless. Like you may tie that, you may see that more often with certain, with different sexes. That's if you pay attention to that kind of stuff. Yeah. A strong person is a strong person, man or woman. And that's what destroys so much of the, the movement for me is mm. like, I, I see my wife succeed. Mm-hmm. She, she, she made it like, 
she made her own rules. She she did it her way. Not her way, the feminist way, but her way, her way. Right, right. And yep, I think uh, you're no, you're right, you're right. Uh, it's so that's another that's another angle that we could take to this is uh, the idea of let's say it sounds like you're you're referring to like gender blindness now. Mm-hmm. That like gender is just a marker. Um, it's not really an identifier for you know or an indicator of of, of your success or failure or, or where you are in, in, in life you just it, it's just part of like who you are and um, but it doesn't it doesn't define you and it doesn't it doesn't play a factor in like the the uh, opportunities you're gonna get or the successes you're gonna have or the failures you're gonna have yeah my, my wife has been very successful, mm-hmm. but is you know she she didn't get support from women to get to where she's at. Mm-hmm. At the same time, she didn't get support from men either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I and yeah, I think a good way to test that would be like we we're, we're not here, and she's definitely probably uh, no, I would say definitely not not trying to tell stories of like oh. In, in her mind, I don't think she's assessing like, hmm, if I was a man, like, my situation would be so much different. I would be, you know, either so much more successful or I would have to deal with so much, uh, like, you know, more stuff that I don't have to deal with or whatever. Um, it's not a it's not a factor for her in the way that she goes about her, her business. So, right. Yeah. It, yeah. Like, her decisions are based on results mm-hmm. now whether those results come from a man or a woman it ma- mm-hmm. does not matter to her or to me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if we need a box moved i don't care if it's a man or a woman i don't if i need if i if, if, if i want to make a hundred thousand dollars i don't care if it's a man or a woman i don't but whoever it is has to make that hundred thousand dollars and if they don't man or woman we move them Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like, do I care if my camera was made by a man or a woman? No. Mm-hmm. As a photographer, is my uh, if my computer was made by a man or a woman, does it, does it matter? No. So it's like so many of these arguments. It's like, I guess what I'm, what I'm trying to say is I – don't feel like there's a lot of there's a lot of people who share my sentiment when it doesn't matter oh we have the first female this i'm like i don't care mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah for, i mean good for her mm-hmm. that she's the first this or that but hey I, I i'll be happy when she's doing her job and she's doing it well and she wants to be doing that job Mm-hmm. I would hate to think that she's doing that job because she just wanted to be the first one to say she did it because she's a woman. Well, it's weird. I think for some of those women, they get fueled by the whole, like, somebody but didn't believe that I could do it. And then the reason that they didn't believe that I could do it was because I was a woman. See, but like, I think they're responding to that. They're not, they're not responding to the woman part. They're just responding to the they didn't believe I could do but it. But that's part. like such old school thinking. Like I don't know I don't know too many people who still think like that. Oh, she's a woman. She can't do it. 
Uh, I think mm-hmm. a lot of those guys are dying off. A lot of those women are dying off. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, I can't tell you how many times I've heard other women put down other women because they're women. I'm As a nurse, I see it all the yeah. time. Yeah. Like, so you're hating on this person because she has something that you want, and you're upset that she did what she had to do to get it, so you're going to make stupid remarks because you are jealous. I know guys who do that too. Mm-hmm. It's not a, it's not an exclusive to women thing, I guess. Yeah. There's just, it's like, it's same with like, I tell people all the time, am I an asshole because I'm a guy or am I an asshole just because I'm an asshole? Right. I'm an, being an asshole is genderless. I know plenty of female assholes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I, no, I, I agree. I, I agree with that. I mean, I, I think, uh, it's almost like the gender, like gets in the way of the person. It can be. But does it? That's that's what that's what drives me nuts. Is because I don't see things that way. So when people say that they're affected that way, I can't say I relate to that because I don't know. And what if you're gonna tell me just because I'm a man, I'll never know. Okay, then you're right. I am a man, so I won't mm-hmm. know. How am I mm-hmm. supposed to feel sympathy for a situation that I've never been in? Mm-hmm. How am I supposed to relate? Yeah. I don't know. So, and the one, like, the two things, so bringing it back, bringing back full circle with the Aziz and Zari thing, two things um, kind of, my my brain goes in two places. It's like, so, as a, in the feminist, in the feminist movement, if this happened reversed, say say this was a, a male photographer, male anonymous person mm-hmm. and he went and this the entire situation was different like it was just no just not different but reversed you know you have mm-hmm. a an older woman um hitting on a guy younger guy mm-hmm. and he's really not into it but she's kind of uh challenging him mm-hmm. and eventually he breaks down and kind of gives in and is not um clear with his uh in, intentions or with, with his with his uh, with how he feels mm-hmm. and she sends him home he gets her it's like you know you're not into it i'm gonna get you an uber like would we have the same would we be having the same discussion no we'd be having a discussion of like dude like what's wrong with the guy <laughs> like it's either way it's like what's wrong with the guy <laughs> you see what i'm saying <laughs> So Can't when, win. <laughs> I just like I'm trying to picture that backwards, mm-hmm. and I and I can't. Yeah. So well, yeah. I mean, I can't picture that be, having the same effect, like sympathy for the man's um, lack of confidence in being able to stick up for himself. I see. I don't even see it like that. It's just anybody i don't know mm-hmm. anyone who it, like if something is bothering you and you don't speak up i mean maybe it's just the way i was raised for me if when do you, just, when do you take responsibility for that basically i think is what it comes down to but right? that's i i not even so i guess the question is how accountable are you for your own actions and for your yeah. own situation because right. at any time that she did not feel right, why didn't she walk away? 
but here's the thing as a guy if i was in the same situation and i didn't feel right with something mm-hmm. you can bet everything you own that i would i would voice my discomfort it's yeah. not it's not like a harvey weinstein thing where hey i'm trying to get this part mm-hmm. or hey you're i'm going to cut you out of my movie mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. so it, it's supposedly a romantic yeah consensual you know if if i you know it's no power dynamics are at play here at least you know what's funny is there are uh some articles i read where well there is he's older you know he's successful and she isn't and i'm like i i can't even um so she's the target (laughs) not he's the target right like really (laughs) because you could turn that right back around and say oh so since he has you know let's say like higher net worth and more affluence and and he's an older gentleman how come you can't say he's the target then you know and that he's got to fight off uh these hoes them hoes as they call it you know (laughs) i'm I'm sure the feminists love that term them hoes so them hoes yes that's the technical term they can keep that one they can yeah yeah it's for reference um the other way i uh I, in my brain is say Aziz Ansari is uh, Joe Blow Schmo custodian, mm-hmm. and for some reason he's on a date with a twenty-two, like he's a thirty-five, thirty-six-year-old dude going out with a twenty-two-year-old chick. Mm-hmm. He's not famous or has money. Are yeah. we having? Are we having the same conversation? Well, no, but that, yeah, that's more just because of the media is not going to, there's no oxygen for that fire. You know, that's all. Now, is it a story worth telling? It's it's about the story that's worth telling, which is about the same as the Aziz one, which is not much. You know, it's funny because this is the feminist movement full circle. You asked for the right, you asked for us to trust you and give you the agency to be able to act responsibly for yourself and stick up for yourself. You don't got to hold the door open for me. I got, you know, I'm my own woman, right? Okay. I can, I can pay for my own dinner. I can pay for Yeah. I don't need to do your laundry. I don't need to do your dishes. Yeah. Sweet. I don't expect you to. Yeah, no, it's cool. But I do. So that I, means also like, you don't got to ask me if you're going to kiss me. You don't got to ask me if you're going to do this. You don't got to, you know, you don't got to treat me like a child. Like, is that where we are now, now? Now we do have to treat you like a child. Now it's like, okay, so you do know that, like, I, by undressing you, I'm going to want to have sex with you very soon. It's like, so you If you don't me, say anything you, now, but you're you, consenting. So you expect me to read your verbal cue, non-verbal cues, but mm-hmm. me undressing you and me trying to move your hand to my dick is another non-verbal cue. Yeah. And if you're not seeing that, are you even equipped to be having sexual relationships? Well, like, wait, 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 like, why is it, yeah, like, why does it have to be my bad when you don't read my sexual cues because I didn't read your sexual cues or non-sexual cues, I should say. Nonverbal. Oh, I'm sorry. Nonverbal cues, right? Yeah. yeah sorry. Nonverbal cues. Yeah. Like his nonverbal cues are pretty strong. I'm trying to have sex with you. 
And if you're not reading that, I have to question why you're in that arena. Yeah, it's it's very strange. It's like he was supposed to know that I meant no. It's like, well, you were supposed to know that he was meant yes. (laughs) So yeah exactly so it's like and then so many of these articles is like well you know he's just conditioned in this society to this is how he's supposed to act like i what what like how what yeah like i'm i'm like i'm i don't know if these are troll articles that i'm reading maybe yeah They're, they're 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 flame bait yeah like I'm taking off your clothes. I don't really like you right now, but I've just been conditioned you know, to I just don't, take them off I don't, because no, it's been 2.4 I, hours within the date. I don't want to have uh, sex with you, so let me just give you a little bit of a blowjob. Maybe yeah. that'll just that'll just curb the urge. Maybe. Yeah. What? What? It's 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 sad. Like it's absurd. Have you? This, heard, I don't. This is not the same planet. Here's so. Here's another thing. Is that, so while going through a lot of these articles, they refer to a term that I I am is brand new to me. Wait, hold on a second. You you uh, actually a little uh, audio snafu for me at least. Go ahead, start that over again. Even though probably we're fine, but go ahead. Um. The the as I was going through the articles and reading stuff, I came across a term I'd never seen before and you know I it it was intriguing they 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 use a term called gray rape gray rape gray rape what the f- okay gray so rape apparently it's when a girl has sex with a guy when he she doesn't really want to mm-hmm. but she does because I I don't I still don't understand the term I may have to google this but I remember seeing there was a whole uh keyword for articles that use the term gray rape. And I just like, how does this happen? How? I'm not blaming anyone. Mm-hmm. How do you end up having sex with someone you don't want to? How do you allow someone to have sex without your consent? Without at least voicing your consent? Like that does not make any sense to me. And I'm not, like I said, there's no, I'm not, there's, I'm not victim shaming. I'm not, that's an honest question. If you don't want to have sex with someone, but you still let someone have sex with you. Uh, what? That's called true love. <laughs> that's called, that's called, that's called grandma and grandpa. So. <laughs> that's called taking one for the team no uh i know you didn't mean to go in that direction and i didn't mean to make light of it but it is for single people that is odd okay so i, I pulled it up that. gray rape the wikipedia article gray rape is sex for which consent is unclear so this is crazy because like that puts a lot of things in that range. Like, because a, a woman does not, like, her consent only lasts, like, an instant. Like, in order for a, uh, like, okay, for a completely consensual act to happen. I had to picture that, but yeah, I totally yeah. understand what you're saying. So, it's like, the moment you say yes and it's occurring, in mid-stroke... If you say no, you can say no, but no you can't, more consent. 
There's no more consent yeah. there. Nope. But if you're upset that you said yes for the three seconds prior to that, yep. that's that's fucked up. So that means you're saying no in your head for that time, and now that's great rape. How the heck is anybody supposed to know that? Like, nobody's supposed to, you know? Like, nobody's supposed to, nobody can know that. So it's like, um, you know, I'm going to sign a contract, and now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to build a house. And mm -hmm. I'm going to sign a contract. And the moment that the, as soon as the first studs are, are, are erected, I'm like, you know what? Fuck this contract. And I just ripped it up. Yeah. It's just like, like, like stop, stop building. I told you to stop building. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> like, whoa, I, whoa, well, my, my I, I didn't, I, yeah, I, I didn't. Let me get you a Uber. <laughs> <You know? laughs> that's so. going to be, that's going to be a hit tagline. Like yeah. if you feel like someone's like, comfortable, let me get you an Uber. That's that's a marketing for Uber, huh? That's, that's Uber right there. That's Uber. Hey, you think exactly. your date's going wrong? Just call him an Uber now. <laughs> exactly. You know, or, or or can you imagine going to a restaurant and doing the same thing? Hey, I'd like a slice of apple pie. You take a bite of it. You're like, eh, no. You know what? I'm leaving you a bad review. No, I, or just like, no, I don't, I don't. You know, I don't, I don't want this any anymore. It's like, uh, no, you have okay. to finish it. You have to finish it now. Yeah. We used to have to pay for it. It's like oh, I don't want to pay for this anymore. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like it. No, this is not a good analogy either. Yeah, so, it's not a good one either. No, you're right. You're yeah, right. because I remember them trying to say consent is like asking someone for tea. I remember seeing that and it was humorous. They're like, you know, if you ask someone if they want to have tea, and they say no, and then you just keep asking them if they want to have tea, then you know, you, and you're really forcing the issue. Or say they had tea once and then now they don't want tea. You can't just make them drink tea. Right. Right. Well, let, let, yeah. So, I, yeah, exactly. Um, so I was thinking of another image. That, it's not a humorous one, unfortunately. But it is like the idea of, let's say you had um, a bowl of delicious popcorn was on, on you know, at the, ta at the table, like right in front of you. Mentally... Until you start eating that popcorn, you're, you're, you know, you're like, would you like some popcorn? It's like, no. But if I just leave that popcorn right in front of you, you now mentally have to say no to that popcorn every time you look at it. Right. And then, so no, 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 no. And then like, eventually you could say, and then you could say yes. And then the moment you say yes, you only have to say yes once. You have to say no, like a whole bunch of times. Right. So it's kind of like the same weird dynamic with sex. It's like, you can say yes as many times as you want, but it's not consensual if it's a no at any point during that process. It was like non -consensual. But like what but like what about like in the middle of it? Like I understand if she says no in the middle of it, you stop and you stop. Right? Yeah. But at the same time, so say you are to the hilt and she says stop. By pulling out, you're still continuing. Well, okay, yes, but I don't think that's the, the issue. I think the issue is like, you were banging me so hard that I was trying to say no. I was saying no in my mind. Like you were covering but, my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like, well, what the f That's because. I thought exactly. you were into I mean, it. I was struggling. You know what's weird is uh, like BDSM people would probably have some very specific logistical Con solutions for this. Contracts. 
Because they have no, well, because they have to. They, that's where the that, that's you, where the whole safe you, word thing came you, from. Did you not watch Fifty Shades of Grey? Or, or uh, no. read the book? Okay. No. So there's no. a scene before they get into having any kind of you know any kind of sex. Mm-hmm. They the dude actually breaks out a contract of what he can and can't do, <laughs> and they treat it like a total business transaction. Oh my gosh! I I was like, how is this? I I guess. You know, I've like heard. I've heard. By the way, that this movie is some of the best unintentional comedy you could ever watch. Oh yes, so it is. I, I, wa- I watched to, yeah. it to see what the like what the what the hype was about. Okay, because I wasn't going to read the book. I wasn't going to take the time to read a book. I'm like an hour and twenty minutes is already long enough to kill any kind of possible yeah, sure. mental stimulation i may get for the day yeah. yeah um so i watched the movie to see like what the fuck is going on with this mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i watched it i'm like so i think i've told this story before if this guy was not as young not as handsome or not as rich he'd be like everyone else yeah and then this okay. isn't a, this isn't a story Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which is that he has that, that combination, I guess. I mean, the, I, I think a buddy of mine told me, maybe he's making this up, but like that he he watched it in the movie theater and then like he like laughed out loud at a part. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like, that would be awesome. That's why I can't watch that movie in the theater because I would probably be that guy. Just like, ah, you know. But uh, yeah, uh, which is weird when I think of a contract and sex. I instantly go back to Chappelle show, man. You remember I, I, I don't remember that part. Oh my gosh. Yep. Uh, that could be a show noted thing that we may do one day. But um, yeah, there's a Chappelle sketch on a sex contract, essentially. So like, I'm like, hmm, all right, Fifty Shades. You guys took that one from Chappelle show then. And then obviously, instead of being unintentional comedy, it was actual comedy. But yep. I'm putting that in our show, at least. Anyways, amusing. This Aziz Ansari thing is a is it's a non-story. I think it's like a hit piece essentially, or it's an attempt at a hit piece. And it's so weird because like, um, like in his show, I don't know if you ever watched Master of None. No, I've heard a lot of good things about it. It's a it's 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 pretty good. Like. I liked it. It builds upon itself too. Like the first season for me is kind of awkward. It kind of, it's like a hit and miss. And then the second season is like, Oh, it, it knows what it's about now. And it kind of hits its stride. Like it hits its beats with confidence in, in the second season. So like there is a, a, a setup. Uh, I don't think this is too much of a spoiler, right? Where he's, he's working with a, a guy because like uh, he's working with a chef, uh, like a television celebrity chef or something. Right. And, um, and, and they end up like doing a show together where him and the chef are buddies and they're going around and just eating things and filming themselves eating things. And it's on a, like a food network show, you know, to get and like, that's his job, right. That becomes his job, but he's more just like the, the friend that tags along. He's not really like the famous one. And then he ends up on a talk show and it's breaking news that like the chef that, uh, you know, it looks like the friends on TV, but like. It, like the chef has like sexual allegations, sexual uh, harassment or not assault, but sexual harassment allegations placed against him. 
And so uh, Aziz Ansari's character is super conflicted because he knows this information, but like everybody knows him as like the friend of the chef. And like, he's trying to now distance himself because it could be career suicide. If it looks like he's in support of this uh, sexual, you know, like a molester, so to speak. And so they, they tackle that issue on his show. So it's very strange. Like it's very blatantly hypocritical. If he's guilty of it's like if, if, if uh, life imitates art there and now he is, accused of sexual harassment when he addresses on the show that like wait 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 wait, wait. Sexual how harassment. terrible it is sexual I, assault sorry whatever yeah you know? sexual assault okay wow um okay shitty at sex yes sexual assault that's gonna be hard to put together no it's, no 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 that's i it's like sexual discomfort i guess you know which is the, okay, sexual discomfort, but that's not. You know how fast me and you would be in jail if we were if 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 we were tried on on awkward sexual moments. <laughs> yeah. Do you know how fast every man would be in jail for misreading a cue and trying to have sex with a girl, not reading her sexual or non-sexual cues? Yeah, I mean that's that's part of it. It's like the guys who are good at knowing that stuff, you think they got there without making mistakes? Well, exactly. No. I mean, obviously. Like, it's what like, Disney prince did she expect out of Aziz and Zari? Yeah, I don't know. You know, like, that's this is what boggles my mind. Like, how are you that naive and out there having sex? But I can't say anything because it's like, how do you learn that stuff without going through it? Yeah, so that's the thing. Now we're hopefully we're not so taking, here's th- taking that taking that space away now. So, but here's the thing: is now that that's you can't do that. Where are you supposed to learn that? Right. So it's just gonna be mechanical now. It's gonna be to text. It's gonna be like. Hey, I need to, uh, you know, hey, I have a website uh, where you give me consent for all the shit I'm about to do to you. Uh, go ahead and go to uh, uh, no nobooballs.com. <laughs> Basically is what it is. Yeah. Nobooballs.com. Like, by swiping right, you're allowing this guy to ram the hell out of you. He can ram all his right. fingers down your throat as much as he wants. Yeah. You know, and you can call your own Uber at any time. You know, like, it, oh my God. I just don't, I fear for, I fear, I fear for the future. What do we do? No, what's, what's that? What's no, that? If you were, if you were the ruler if, of the world here, really what's the? Felt, if she really felt that he sexually assaulted her, why, why, why go to social media? Why try him through social media instead of through court? That's what that's there for. That's what that's what policemen yeah. are for. That's what lawyers are for. Yeah. If he really yeah. fucked up and sexually assaulted you, you take him to the police. You don't take him to social media. Yep. yep. There's the lesson, kids. I, Talk I to the police. I, 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 I don't know, man. That's <laughs> it, it, it's. I don't know. It's. It, I, okay? I, I, I fear for your children, dude. Oh, you're, you're, I mean, you're, you know, I, I swear to God, they could, they could say, like I said, he could say, your son could say hello to a girl. 
it's okay. They're not going to be famous, so it, this is going to be fine. Right, but then so, <laughs> but then it's remember how you said uh, offering someone a drink or saying someone to someone they look nice is considered a form of harassment. Oh yeah. I mean, that's for you know again twenty five percent. So it's what it is is. You got to expose yourself to all different. Oh, you can't expose yourself. Ask, ask Louis C.K. You can't expose yourself. So, yeah, uh, poor choice of words. You're right. I got to be careful. I got to be careful. But uh, yes, expose yourself to situations, not expose yourself. I don't think not, you asked for my consent. You. Yep. For it's that. Okay. To change I, your I, mind. I, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's called asking for uh, forgiveness yeah. instead of permission. We're now we're now getting away from that, right? It's like, oh, I'm sorry. That's what they're asking for forgiveness is, you know. So it's it's interesting because this pendulum I think is going to swing back and forth because then what's going to happen is if we're oversensitized, then we're going to go to like, all right, well, why are all these guys being pussies? I think we're already there. That's the scary part. I already think we're there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that there are so many guys that are petrified of being of being labeled as the mm-hmm. mis- misogynist or mislabeled as the rapist, you know, because he said hi, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, or because he took a girl on a date and then you know tries to have sex with her. I last time I checked, that's 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 still a legal thing. You can do that, and if she says no, she says no. Understood. You stop. You gracefully let her let her leave. Whoa, whoa, right? whoa, whoa! That's a lot to ask now of a woman. She's got to say no. Like, we got to change did. laws now because, like, now what we got to do is we need to design an app that can show what she's thinking, and then when she thinks no, then that's when you pull away, and then you know, consent is no longer your issue. I mean that's yeah. I mean you have the you have the ability to communicate for you know for that reason, and now we can't we can't even communicate anymore. That's the thing I'm sad about. That but. just means that just means that you're you're the 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 a female would have to hold that device during sex as well. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Love contract, man. Tell you what, <laughs> electronic e love contract. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. You heard it here first, folks. Get the app. Oh, you know what's going to be crazy is, um, so you said you you fear for my kids. Their generation is going to be one who has this problem, but at the same time, they have no choice but to come up with solutions for this problem or workarounds for this problem. So it's going to be interesting to see if they come up with. There it. is a workaround. Just don't deal with girls, or don't deal don't deal with sex. Like it's uh, going to be one of those things where, oh, okay, so let's just well, let's just take sex off the board. Hmm. Let's just play checkers. Until uh, let's play Monopoly until or not even Monopoly. Let's play Candy Crush or what? Let's 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 play Minecraft. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll play Minecraft forever. Minecraft forever. Yeah. Hashtag Minecraft forever. <laughs> yeah. At that point, we might as well just. At that point, we should ask for those Matrix robots to put us in the Matrix. Yeah. I don't know, man. Pretty grim, pretty grim. I think that uh, I think that it's it's you know it, this is a sensationalized piece. I think the fact that we're responding to it, and I, I've seen like uh, 
other other outlets actually respond not the same way that the feminist articles have. So, like, there have been some that have been in defense of what have happened here to say, like, look, nothing's wrong here. So, um, I don't think it's I don't think it's that grand. But it was worth talking about. It was fun to talk about, um, at least for me. Uh, it was fun talking about, you know, like, I, I think it's something that was blown out of proportion and overreaction, maybe like a character assassination uh, at worst. But good old social media for, you know, being able to publicize even something that's like not really much of a story. But it got us talking about it for, you know, an hour or something like that, I guess. Let me check. Yeah, an hour. So, uh, do we end it on a high note, or do we kind of keep it somber? This is our somber episode. Um, I just am trying to picture how your bro- how your brother would do this, how he how, how he would take this. He's got two girls. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah. 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 Like, what kind of advice do you give your daughter? Get in the fucking Uber. Don't even don't even go to the house. If he if he orders red wine instead of white wine, or if he orders white wine instead of red wine, that's your that's your cue for the Uber. I think it's an arm bar. I think is really the. Uh, <laughs> I think that's the solution. Just get him in the arm bar and you're good. Yeah, and if he's into it, no. yeah, if he's still into it, I mean, you can make a lot of money that way. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah. I I I think his daughters. I think they will be fine. I yeah. think they're gonna be fine. No, I, I think I, they're gonna I, be. It's, yeah. it's it's one of those things where it's you know this. It it's it was already difficult to navigate those waters in two thousand in the early two thousand. Like in our age, yeah, when we were doing it, well, we were going through that. It was already difficult, but now to add that you that e- this is easily easily just published. Add that That's to true. that too. Add that to yeah. that too. Yeah, you know, because I mean, we definitely both of us are neither of us are. Are saints, mm-hmm. like ninety nine percent of the people that we know. I think None just that them. idea alone is like, oh man, if the things that came out actually like the not so fun parts of that, like oh if that actually came out and got published, it's like oh god, reliving reliving the 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 shame days all over again, you know. Like if your walk of shames were publicized or whatever, like oh man. <laughs> That you might be in for a short career. Oh my! Like the I tell people the if if people met the girl I lost my virginity to, and then stacked her up against uh, you know the the, the girls that I dated, they your your head would spin. Like, yeah. What what what? There's such thing. My mom had this term called honest mistakes. Like oh that was an honest mistake. I'm starting to come to terms with what that actually means. Like, so, this is what happened here. So, um... He made a mistake. Like, he... Yeah, he, made, yeah, and, he did. And he, yeah. and it was an, but it was an honest mistake. It wasn't a nefarious, malicious sort of thing where it's like, you know, I'm going to get her to... Da, 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 I'm going to force my way in or I'm going to... Like, I know she doesn't want it, but I'm going to keep going. Like, no, this was... I'm going to keep going until she wants it. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't... You know, it's none of that. It's like, all right, um... Whoa, I, whoa I, I misread something there clearly I'm sorry about that you know uh, like I said if, if 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 our if our livelihoods depended on um, you know 
our our dating past, we'd both be homeless. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, who knows? Though maybe maybe because of this, like people will develop even thicker skin because they'll have to like that or thinner. Like, mm. oh well, you know, you did something that I'm not okay with, and so instead of telling you directly. Or no, I'm going to tell you directly and tell yeah. everyone else on the planet. Yeah, so I'm going to be the optimist here because I'm going to say like, yeah, you're going to tell everyone on the planet just like everyone tells everyone on the planet. So whatever. It's fine. Oh, got another dick pic I got to delete. See ya, bye. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it's like, okay. It's, they're going to be desensitized to it. It's not a big, it's only a big deal for us because we're, you know, the old curmudgeons now. I'm like, What? stories out there on the internet that would like there's a platform where people can put their those stories and you know talk about their off the their celebrity hookups gone shitty yeah again like if, if this it's it's like the uh it's like 50 shades and like uh what's that other vampire movie that i heavily twilight? mocked yes mm-hmm. twilight you know if that guy wasn't good looking or rich would that even be a story? Yeah, exactly. So. All right. I think I'm going to wrap on that. Okay. You want to play some video games? I don't even think I can. I, I can do... I can do... Race. Race. Yeah. All right. Very cool. Are you going to uh, stop recording? How Alan close out? You want to try to close it out? How, how he would... Oh, um, this has been Christian and Paul on 8-Bit Warrior. No. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Rocho. Okay. Hi. Uh, Well, no. You've been listening to Paul and Christian on the 8-Bit Bro Show. Is it the 8-Bit Bro Show? Or just the Bro Show? Yeah, we'll call it the 8-Bit Bro Show. Yeah, because we are older. 8-Bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you've been listening to Paul and Christian on the 8-Bit Bro Show. Thanks for listening, and see you guys online. What an excellent read. Bye. Not even a read. That's just, oh, natural. <laughs>